What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Sal Blue. Once again, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the Top 25 Mistakes in Route to the Good Life, bringing to you once again my daily podcast where I bring you guys my thoughts, my inspirations, the things that I am doing to create a good life, guys. Because guess what? In life, you can't do it on your own. I can't do it on my own. We need each other, guys. So let's go ahead and connect. Let's make this happen. Um, reach out to me on my podcast. Reach out to me at Sal Blue Top 25 Mistakes and Route to the Good Life. And my email. Uh, join my Facebook group, Top 25 Mistakes. Um, listen to my daily podcast. Click like, man. Follow me. And uh, we can begin to connect because um, pretty soon I'm going to start doing some podcasts where I bring on some guests and ask some questions and really see what you guys vibe is when it comes to succeeding in life. How can I help you? How can I help you take it to the next level? So, you know, right now, guys, most of you guys already know that um, I uh, went to launch my audio book. And when I went to launch my audiobook at a uh, another publisher, Amazon laid the smackdown on me, guys. They laid the smackdown on me. They said, nope, you can't do that. We got the rights to your book. So if you're going to record your book, it has to come through us and our partners, not somebody you choose. So the person I was choosing to uh, launch my audiobook was giving me um, 70% royalties. And Amazon, with their stingy asses, was giving me like 60% royalties. But in actuality, after they charge you everything that they charge you, you really get about 45% of your royalties when you launch your uh, digital products with Amazon. But but that's okay, you know, um, because what I am doing, I'm super resilient, super adaptable. And um, what I've learned is that I could actually create a new edition of the same book, okay, and with a little bit of tweaks and make it different, and it would be a new product. It would be a new digital product. So um, I am going to do just that. That's right. (laughs) I'm going to do that, and uh, we'll see what Amazon does about that, see how they come at me. You know, I know they're a big giant, and I'm the little guy when it comes to this story, but hey, David and Goliath, I believe in it. So, um, it is my um, proprietary product, and I'm using it to help people. So, I'm sure in the end, I'll shine through. But uh, that's what's going on with the audiobook, guys, and the launch of the audiobook. Um, One thing I learned in business, guys, as I constantly do different things in business and work to uh, have a better life is that there's always going to be a problem. There's always going to be an issue. Something's always going to come up. Now, I'll tell you what. um, Many years ago, something like this would have totally discouraged me and crushed me and I'd have been like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But right now, uh, when they did it, I just laughed about it and go, oh, great, another challenge. That must mean that I am closer to creating the life that I want. And see, guys, that is how it happens in life. When you are closer to creating the life that you want, obstacles will come your way to try to stop you from achieving what you would like to achieve. And that is how it goes. Obstacles will always come up. And the bigger your goal, the bigger the obstacles. Why not, right? Right. 
It's rightfully so. If you want everything in your life to go smooth, then you are wishing on a fairy tale. And fairy tales are for fantasy time for children and daycare, man. That's fairy tales, guys. Don't wish on a fairy tale. And don't wish on things to be easier, right? Wish on you to be better and get better. Right, but you just can't wish on getting better, guys. You have to work at this shit every day. Every day, um, one of my mentors calls it Kaizen. You have to Kaizen every day on your craft, getting better. Whether it's marketing, whether it's list building, whether it's uh, creating uh, words that sell, which I call copy. Uh, whether it's... Uh, Navigating the uh, the administrative end of after you've created your product, getting it out there. Uh, and another one of my mentors told me this, and it really brought things into perspective, right? Is that uh, he said, uh, you're not in business to sell a product. You're in business to serve, to help people. And if your product is not helping people or serving people, then you're in the wrong business. So in saying that, guys, you need to be out there serving. If you guys are in a business or you're working for somebody in your career, you need to always be out there serving and creating uh, things for people that come from you or, or creating opportunities that come from somebody else to help people to grow, to help people to have a better life. Because in the end, right, it's not all the things you're going to have that you are thinking about. It's not going to be, oh, you got a Lamborghini and you got a big house in the Hamptons and and this and that and the other thing. It's not going to be all of that that you guys are thinking about. You want to know what you're going to be thinking about in the end? You're going to be thinking about what and who I impacted. What did I do to impact people and who did I impact, right? For them to have a good life, a better life. Or if you did bad, then... Who did I hurt? You know, we're we're always living in uh, regret if we fail to do uh, what we're passionate about, what we're excited about. We'll always be living in regret. And I don't want you guys to be living in regret. I want you guys to always be moving forward. You got to always be moving forward. And in order to move forward, you have to begin to learn what it takes for you personally to give value. For me, it is my voice, man. It is my voice. It is my videos. It is my humor, right? Um, And it is my energy. I have unlimited energy, guys. It is phenomenal. I have phenomenal energy because um, I'm living with an urgency. I'm living with an urgency that this is almost over for me. Life is almost over for me, guys. So I live with an urgency that life is almost over. It's not promised to me. Now, mind you, I plan on living to 140 years old, you know, and I am long way away from 140. But to me, it's an urgency because my productivity time is being dramatically reduced as each year goes on, guys, I am in my 50s, heading swiftly toward my 60s, right? 
And in saying that, I have experienced so much in life that I have not shared with people and that I need to share because it is first halfers out there, people, young seedlings out there, young young babies out there in their 20s, man, and in their teens, in their 20s, in their 30s, man, shit, even in their 40s, just uh, getting started, really, really getting their feet under them and getting going in business and life and, and whatever career they've chosen. And my calling is to help them. My calling is to help them have the life that they want and to create the life that they need to have. It is my calling, guys. You know, um, it's not something I, I immediately chose to do. It, it is just something that came to me naturally after years of law enforcement and teaching at the academy over and over again and watching the eyes of the recruits light up. You know, when I taught them a new defensive tactic or when I taught them about law or when I taught them, you know, about life in general of the career that they were about to face. I mean, this stuff here, guys, is pretty exciting. Okay, when you're giving to people and they are connecting with you because you have given them value. And when you've given them value, they see favor in you for the person that you are. And they'll see you 10, 20 years later and they're excited about you, excited to see you because you are the one who set them on that path that they needed to take in order to create the life that they want. You know, I got people calling me big brother, dad, little brother, everything, you know, in the world because of the fact that I brought value to their life. But that has been my my default for probably the last, wow, the last 25 years. Um, that has been my default. So, you know, probably about five or six years into my career, deep into my career, you know, I'm done with my probation and everything else. And and um, I'm starting to get mentors in my life that I just seeing that I have good work ethic, right? So they're like, you know, um, Blue, you have great work ethic. And so um, I believe that you should be part of this committee. And I believe you should be part of that committee, you know? And as I did that and as I grown, I saw that I was giving value to different people. You know, one of the first things that I did in my career was I taught about affirmative action. Right? And not how everybody teaches about affirmative action. I, I taught I taught a lesson plan a little bit, but I taught it from life experience, right? Life experience of of just uh, discrimination and, and just being treated bad for who you are and not the value that you bring to the table. And that a lot of people that discriminate actually are taken away from themselves because they're losing the value that the person they're discriminating against could have given them in their life, right? So that was one of the first things I've taught about in my early young career. I'm in my 20s. I am super, super green and wet behind the ears, as they like to say, new boot. And I'm teaching this. And I'm teaching this to people with 20 years, right? I'm teaching this to people with 15 years. I'm teaching this to 
to people at the high end of uh, of the administrative table, you know, um, administrators and wardens and chiefs and captains. And I'm teaching all them and I'm flowing like it is okay, like they're all at my level because guess what? Everybody, everybody is at your level when it comes to you being an instructor because what you're doing is you're giving value to people who before you came along, they did not have that information that you were giving them. So that is why you're giving them value, you know? And to this day now, guys, as I, as I decided, no matter what, I'm doing a daily podcast, right? 365 podcasts I'm going to do before I launch my next major project, right? And so in doing this podcast and bringing value to people, uh, one thing that I wanted to get traction with is my voice, who I am, what I feel about, um, because I'm already passionate about certain things, you know. Um, I'm not stuck in my ways, but in my 50s, I have certain values that I hold near and dear to me. And I have certain things that um, I feel very strongly about. You know, a lot of things that people feel strongly about, I don't even flow with that. You know, uh, a lot of people, all they do is talk about the news and the current event and the recent current events of what's going on in the news. And I've unplugged from that years ago. I've unplugged for that years ago. And, you know, and the only reason I hear about it is because my family talks about it in the kitchen, you know, as I'm passing through, getting work done, doing things. And, you know... When you are in the process of doing things, you may hear what people are talking about, but it's of no concern of yours because that's not the life you're living. You're not, that's not your thing, as I would like to say. So understand, guys, in life, right, there are people who are driven by outside sources such as the news, such as um, other people sparking their emotions, such as um, people uh, giving them directives of things they must do. Uh, That's one type of person. And then it's another type of person that is driven internally, despite everything that's going on in their lives, right? They are driven to do more, to be more, to become more, to give more. Guys, this is how you need to be. You need to be this way in order to live a fulfilled, passionate, exciting life. Oh my God, listen, I want to scream so loud on this podcast because I need people to understand that a life of giving value is a life that is so, so exciting that I don't think it's too many substitutes out there. You know, I'm willing to state that it is probably second to none in human fulfillment, giving value. Uh, So uh, uh, you could take that one to the bank. And if you don't believe me, guys, try it. Try giving value to someone. 
And, and not because of the law of reciprocity and you're going to get something in return. Don't do it because of that. Do it because you feel that that person has a need and you're about to give it to them. And give it to them. Give them value. Make it happen for them. Create the life that they need to have for themselves. A life that they want. But you're teaching them the path of how to get there. So that's all I do. When I wrote my book, Top 25 Mistakes, all I was thinking about was my recruits that I put through the academy, all of the people that I've come across in my life that have just had a bad life, hooked on drugs, uh, multiple divorces, uh, domestic violence, uh, death, um, you know, all types of poor and bad circumstances, poor career choices, poor mate choices, poor life choices. And I see these things in people and my heart breaks. My heart breaks because I want everybody whose eyes I cross to have a smile behind it. You know, and I know that it's not always the case with most people in life, but I believe that my gift of joy uh, is very, very powerful. And I can make most people happy because I have learned over the years how to connect with people. You know, that is the only reason why I've become so good at my job is because I know how to instantly read most people. You know, so when I come across them, I'm immediately trying to figure out, okay, how is this person's demeanor? What are they doing? And and one thing I learned is so funny Right. You know, as I'm standing at work each and every day, I have a list in front of me. Right. A list of tons of people with their phone numbers on it and uh, and their appointment times. Right. So as they're coming up, what do you think the most important thing these people want to hear is when they're coming up to me? No, that is not correct. They do not want to know their appointment time. That's something I want to know. Right. (laughs) Uh, the most important thing they want to know is, number one, you're welcome to the club, right? That's the most important thing, that their name is on the list and they're welcome to the club. But more importantly is, is when they hear their name, right? And I tried this over and over again. I'm talking thousands and thousands and thousands of people over the last uh, year or so. And I've tried it over and over again. I've let a person in. Thank you very much. What's your name? They say it. Thank you very much. Come this way. And then I let a person in and I don't say their name. Right? Or however I did. So the first time I don't say their name and I let them write in. Okay, thank you very much. They say their name. I don't repeat it. And I let them in. The second time, okay, they say their name and I repeat it. But not only do I repeat it, I repeat it with enthusiasm and excitement. You know, uh, it was a guy came in today, his last name was Reno, right? Older guy. And uh, he said his name so proud. So I said it back even prouder than what he said it to me. And and when he left, he was, sh- the guy didn't even know me. Uh, when he left, he was shaking my hand and saying it was the best motor vehicle experience he had ever had. You know, it's very, very important to me, right? I have some lovely, lovely ladies that work with me at Motor Vehicle, um, and they are amazing. 